Why, hello there, my fellow kings and queens. Welcome to the Dynasty Monarchy Podcast, where you will learn how to rule over your Dynasty League for years to come. Now, allow me to introduce you to your hosts, Max, Peter, and Jace. Here we go, episode 12B of the Dynasty Monarchy Podcast. We're getting into our player prop episode. We get uh, some really good feedback on this. A lot of people seem to like it, so we'll keep it up as long as people are listening, winning money with us. Uh, All lines are going to be according to FanDuel today. Uh, So we have our typical mortal lock of the week segment where everybody's going to do a spread and an over-under that they really love this week. Uh, Beyond that, we are going to have one guest, a very famous John from Dayton. He'll be making an appearance, uh, giving a guest spread and uh, over-under pick. And then we're going to get back into our player props. I think we did pretty well on the player props last week too. So we're going to keep this a little bit shorter, uh, move it a little bit quicker because I know it probably is Sunday morning by the time you're listening to this and you're getting those last second bets in, right, guys? Yep. We, we have one of the best editors in the game, though. I mean, Jace turns it around pretty quick. So um, here we gain an hour of sleep. So the people on the East Coast, maybe will listen to it at 11 o'clock. Mm, really feels like noon. Yeah, maybe they won't have to rush to get in those bets, but – Enough of the digression monarchy podcast. Let's get back into the dynasty monarchy podcast, like we always seem to do. Uh, so we're going to get on our mortal locks of the week. And this week, I'm going to let Max decide, because he already decided earlier in the week. So I'll let him have the 12A episode as well as the 12B of deciding our order. Oh, I think we should play rock, paper, scissors. I think that's the most fun. It's the best kind of uh, thing for a podcast, you know, so people can see us play rock, paper, scissors. It's yeah, just, they can, you know, they can a great see medium for it. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, Freck goes last. Me and Jace. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You got me. Okay. I'll go first. Jace will get the nice middle pick, and then Max is going to clean up the snake around. I know that was great radio and just typical stuff you find here at the Dynasty Monarchy podcast. You know, who else is going to play rock, paper, scissors, shoot on, a, on an audio device to entertain you? Nobody. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I know. Uh, and then we'll get our guest to pick on that turn as well with you, Max. So looking at my first bet, I saw this uh, early in the week, and I'm surprised the line hasn't moved. It's the Chargers minus one and a half uh, against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Uh, it's minus 110 on FanDuel. I really love this bet. The Chargers are going to be coming off of a bye, you know, two weeks to schedule. And this is going to be a big, big, big letdown game for the Eagles. They scored almost 40 in Detroit, they wasted two games worth of points. So I really think that the Chargers right the ship. They've had a couple, you know, shootout close games. They got embarrassed right before the bye, uh, and then I think they're gonna wait. Did they have a bye last week, or did they play the Patriots? I, I think it felt like a bye, but they got beat by the Patriots. Oh my goodness! I apologize, mm-hmm. but still, no, you're good. That really doesn't even change my philosophy. They are such a better team, and it's only one and a half points. It, it's actually absurd that they're only getting uh, minus one and a half here. So I'm lo- fully locked and loaded, probably my most confident bet of the year uh, on the on the Chargers minus one and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a very – I like the bet a lot. I know Justin Herbert's a little banged up right now, and he's questionable, but I think he'll obviously play. But I just don't think the Eagles are a real team. I mean, we got to see them in person, Peter. They put up a semi-close fight with the Bucs, but – I think the Chargers, that offense is just so dynamic and so they could score from so many different ways that I don't think the Eagles defense can stop them. I really don't. No, not at all. Yeah, I think 
one other thing why the line might be so close is I think the Chargers' top two corners might be out for this game too, um, and they're a team that you can run on. And now it looks like you might be able to pass on them as well. So maybe that's why the line's so close, but I'm with both of you guys. Um, out of all the spreads this week, this is my favorite one. Um, I, I just think they'll annihilate the Eagles. I think they'll write the ship. Yeah. And, you know, not a not, business. Not a betting expert by any means, but I do love to listen to Colin Coward. And he has like a philosophy on his gambling where it really makes sense. And he wins a decent amount, you know, obviously not at a professional level, but he wins a very good amount of his bets. He says, you always pick the better quarterback. So I think Justin Herbert for now, and, you know, we'll see how Jalen Hurts' game can evolve, but I really think Justin Herbert's a, a t- at least one or two tiers above Jalen Hurts at the moment. And I'm, you know, one and a half points is nothing. Yep. Totally agree. All right, Jace, your spread. My spread, um, I'm going to be taking the Houston Texans. They're getting five and a half points. They're going into Miami to play the Dolphins. This one is minus 105 on FanDuel right now. Um, I just think that's too many points to give Houston in this game. I think it's going to be back and forth, bad defenses, not that great of offenses. Miami's missing Devontae Parker. Um, The Texans are getting Tyrod Taylor back, so – I just think this one's probably going to come down to a field goal. Um, and I think, I, I don't know. I just really like this game. I think a lot of people, um, you know, when you look at those two teams, you're like, oh, that's gross. Like both of those two terrible teams, but I think it's going to even out. I think it's going to be good for fantasy players. And I think it's going to be good for us sports betters. Absolutely. My, my pick is the opposite of Jason's pick. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll save my talk, I guess. No, we'll we'll combine them together. Go right so into it. Yeah, we'll go right into it. We'll, we'll just, talk. So my spread pick is Dolphins minus five and a half. I think two has been playing very very good good ball ever since he came back from the injury. Um, they should have won in London versus the Jaguars. I get it versus the Jaguars, but two has been looking very good. Trade deadlines passed. There's no Deshaun Watson going to Miami. Tua knows his job safe. That, that could maybe hurt him a little bit. But I just don't think the Texans are a very good team. I I really don't like. I get they won. Was they won week one, right? They won week yeah. one with with Tyrod Taylor, one and zero as a starting quarterback this season. Hundred well, percent win percentage. Only quarterback out there with that. He lost to the Browns, didn't he? Week two. No, he was hurt. He got hurt in that game. I think. Oh, all right. Yeah. Any anyway, I think Miami in Miami. I think Miami's a tough environment to play, and I think Houston's a fake team. I think Miami's an underrated team right now. That's a lot better than their record shows. I like Miami minus five and a half. This would be a fun one. We know where Mario from South Jersey is going to be rooting. He'll be rooting on that that Houston Houston win outright, trying to get that pick for the Eagles. That's right. Let's see it. Jack, I'll uh, I'll, sp- I'll I'll swing us back with our my over under for the week, and if that's okay with you. Yeah. So I got I like the over under the Broncos at Cowboys of forty eight and a half. Um, I like the over here. Um, I think Dallas's offense themselves can put up 48 points. I really do any given Sunday. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen them do that before this year with CD Amari, Michael Gallus back, Zeke, Dak's going to be back this week. I mean, they have a very, very explosive offense, and we all know that. And I also think Denver can score at will as well. Um, there'll be no Von Miller. Um, I get Trayvon Diggs has been playing well for the or for the Cowboys on defense, but Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy's coming back. Like all these teams are going to be healthy. In Jerry World, Brandon McManus can kick 60 yarders like it's his job. Dome. Dome's Dome. very big. 
it is it is very big. I mean, in Denver, it'd be big too because the altitude. But I really like forty eight and a half over. Yeah. So the implied point total for this game is going to be twenty nine twenty, and I can definitely see the, the the Cowboys defense like you know one or two drives that they take off every game and look terrible. Uh, so I can see the Denver like going down and scoring a couple touchdowns and then a couple field goals throughout the game and definitely see at least 28 points. So like, it'll be right around that over under range. And if it's going to be a close one going down the stretch, it'll definitely hit the over. I, I can almost guarantee that. All right, Jace, we'll run into your over under my over under. I'm sticking in, um, in Miami for this one, the Houston and Miami game. It, the over under is set at, 46 and a half points. I got it at 46, um, but I really like the over in this game. It's at minus 114 on FanDuel. The implied points have Houston scoring 20 and Miami scoring 26. I just, both of these defenses are terrible. Um, I think they're both bottom 15 against running backs and wide receivers. Um, so, you know, that's going to speak volumes to the quarterback as well. I just think both of these offenses are going to be able to put up points against these atrocious defenses. Brandon Cooks has been looking awesome this season. Um, so I like the connection with him and Tyrod putting up some points and Mike Kosicki um, and Jalen Waddle looking good in Miami. So I think there's going to be a lot of points scored um, in this game. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really think this is going to be like a 35-30 game. You know, like mark my words and I'll, I'll pin this one up. I feel like 35-30, like final score, like both defenses can't stop anything. There's a pick six somewhere in the game. Like it's just going to be one of those funky, weird games that hit that over. For sure. All right. And then we'll run into my over-under. I actually like really, really, really love this one too. My bets this week, I'm, I'm fairly confident in them. Uh, so it's going to be the, the Vegas Raiders at the Giants. I almost said the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> Uh, the Raiders are at the Giants. Um, I understand a lot of people are fading the Raiders this week with everything happening to Henry Ruggs. And obviously all of us send our thoughts and prayers out to the victim, the families, and as well as Henry Ruggs and his family, because it's, you know, just as hard on there and just as challenging trying to overcome something like this. And Derek Carr said it perfect, you know, people out there, they got to love on both sides. We need a lot of love in this world, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go against the grain here. I really think Vegas goes out and puts up a performance despite the the tragic events. I think this is going to have Derek Carr pull the locker room together and make them have a good game instead of, you know, potentially being a letdown. The Giants tend to always play teams close. I can see the like Raiders go out there and just blow them out because of all the emotion that they've had over the last week. Uh, and then the Giants offense is fairly good, fairly good. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Just fairly good. The implied point total is 25-22. I can 100% see the Raiders going for 30 on this on this terrible, terrible, terrible Giants linebacker room. Uh, Josh Jacobs, guaranteed start of the week. You got to go for him, and that is with my bias in there. I'm just letting everybody know my Josh Jacobs bias. Personally, I love this one as well. Um, I just, like you said, I really like the Raiders to score both little points this week. They're coming fresh off their bye. Darren Waller missed week seven against Philly. He's now fully healthy, not on the injury report. Josh Jacobs was dealing with some ailments before the bye. He's fully healthy now. And they've been playing good ball since Gruden has been gone too. So I, I really like them to carry a lot of the weight scoring in this game. But, you know, Danny Dimes, the whole experience with Danny Dimes really hasn't been that gross this year. Like, I feel like he's exceeded some expectations in a lot of ways. So I like the Giants to put some points on the board too. They're missing a lot of their weapons, but – 
they've been missing their weapons for quite some time and they've been able to, you know, put points on the board. So I like it. I think yeah. I forgot to mention this also really quick before you go, Max. I believe it's a 46 or 46 and a half point spread based on where you're betting. Just an okay. uh, not a spread uh, over under just for where you're betting. Little FYI. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Kenny Galladay is coming back this week. Saquon will still be out. But getting Kenny Galladay back and healthy, hopefully, will be big for the Giants. And I think it will lead to them scoring more points. So I, I really like that pick as well, Peter. All right. Is our guest JFD back from taking the Browns to the Super Bowl? JFD is back from taking the kids to the pool. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them on if that's okay with you guys. Oh, yeah. So yes. JFD? Yep. Yeah, so um, this week, I really like... Introduce yourself first, JFD. Yeah, who are you? What are you doing? My name is uh, John from Dayton. Uh, I'm a brother to Max over here. And uh, this week, I really like the Pats minus three and a half. Great bet. For my, uh, my spread pick there. I don't know, the Pats, I feel like they've been pretty hot. I feel like they do have a chance to get Odell in the future, too. So that's... That's interesting. But, um, and then I picked over 50 and a half total points in the Vikings Ravens game. I just think that game's going to be a shootout. So, Vikings need to win desperately. And the Ravens also need to win to keep pace in the division. I actually really like that. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's two great offenses. I think the Vikings defense is kind of weak. The Ravens don't have the greatest defense, but it should be pretty yeah. good. Ravens are fresh off the bye, too. You always like that for putting points on the board um, early and often. So I like those two. Um, just to clarify for everyone else, New England is playing um, Carolina this week, correct? Is it at Carolina? At Carolina, yeah. I still like the minus three and a half. Belichick's the kind of coach that won't ever let his team have a letdown game. Well, like after yeah. a big win. Well, like, I don't know. We talked about it before. Like, PJ Walker could be starting. Sam Donald looked look ter- like terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Robbie Anderson, I think, is droppable in every league format there is. Um, yeah. Christian McCaffrey is going to be back, though. So whether it's a snap count or not, could be interesting there. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I'd feel more comfortable if the line was at three or like two yeah. and a half. But you know what? I'm still fine with it at three and a half. Same here. All right. With that being said, we're going to move into our player props for the week. Uh, last week, I went 2-0 and on my player props. Not to brag. But yeah, yeah. I know as a podcast, we did pretty well on the player props. They have pretty good odds, too, for relatively easier bets. I feel like they're a lot easier than picking spreads in games. But we're going to get into it, and we will do the same order. So ooh, I guess I'm – I know. Well, look, Max, you can't deny the snake. The snake cannot be denied. So it's my turn to come back around. All right, whatever. All right, so for my first one, I have Dalvin Cook over 17 and a half rushing attempts. There was a news alert that came out on Sleeper this past week. The offensive coordinator and head coach both talked about how they haven't been utilizing him enough and they've been putting too much pressure on Kirk Cousins. And obviously Dalvin's had a little bit of a a rough patch with injuries and everything like that. But I really, really, really think he's going to come out here and get the ball. They're going to force feed the ball to Dalvin Cook. The Ravens are a little bit depleted in the secondary, which is the only thing that I'm scared about. But 17 and a half rushes is a fairly normal size for a workhorse back like that. And I really think it's going to hit the over. I 
found some stats to support what you're talking about. Dalvin Cook's been, I, I guess, fully healthy in about four games this year. He played 49% of the snaps in week four against Cleveland. Um, he only had nine rushing attempts in that. But in the other four games that I'm talking about, um, his lowest total is 18 rushing attempts. So 18, um, 29, 22, and 20. So when he's fully healthy, he's pretty much guaranteed to get 20 um, carries each week. So 17 and a half just feels way too low. And then I also looked it up. The Ravens this season, they've been giving up 18.7 rushing attempts per game to opposing running backs. All right. So we're going to go to you, Jace, for your next pick. Yes. Uh, so my first player prop, um, this one is also in the rushing attempts department. This one is Zach Moss over 10 and a half Ooh. rushing attempts. It's plus 102 on FanDuel. Um like this season um, alone, he's averaged 10.3 rushing attempts per game, so they set themselves a really good line. Um, he has hit this prop in half of his games this season, so three out of six. He was banged up in week one, um, didn't play, and they've also had their bye week. Um, but the games that he's gone over this, they all have something in common, and it's that the Bills were blowing out their opponents. So uh, when they played Washington, they won 43-21. to um, he crushed this prop and against Houston, they won 40 to zero. He crushed this prop and then Kansas city, they won 38 to 20. Um, and he beat this prop once again. Um, they blew out Miami in week two, 35 to nothing. Um, but Zach Moss only played 28% of the snaps because he was fresh off his week one injury. He's averaged 51% of the snaps um, since week two coming off that injury. The Jaguars are allowing the seventh most rushing attempts to opposing running backs. And just, I really love, um, the Bills to absolutely wipe the floor against Jacksonville. So I think they're going to get ahead early and often. Zach Moss is going to get the rock and run some time off the clock. I love the run the time off the clock, like narrative on this. I absolutely love it. Yeah, no, I think it fits really well. Um, those games that I was talking about earlier, Washington, Houston, Kansas City, in those three games, he went 13 attempts, 14 attempts, and 11 attempts. So um, I, right I think around that range that you need. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the good thing about attempts is you don't have to worry about efficiency or anything like that. We just want him to get the work and that's all you're banked on. So just get the rock that just get the rock. All right, Max, your first pick. And then we'll swing back around for your second pick too. Yeah. So I'm uh, feeling really bold. Uh, you guys don't know what I'm about to say. Maybe if you looked at the show doc, um, I, I just put it in, but hmm. I'm feeling really, really, really bold. And I would only recommend this to <laughs> If you're really feeling bold. So my first one's a parlay. It's a first touchdown score parlay. And I have a three touchdown, just three people to score the first touchdown. I have Zeke in the Dallas game. And then I have Darren Waller in the New York game. And I have Travis Kelsey in the Packers first Chiefs game. <laughs> I just like whenever I bet first touchdown score, I always pick tight ends because I feel like in basketball, if you, if you do, the first bucket score, it's mostly a center because I just feel like they get the ball more, and I feel like tight ends just get force-fed that ball in the end zone. So it's ten dollars to win three thousand three hundred ninety-six on FanDuel. <laughs> I mean, it's one, it's one dollar to win three hundred. Like, I, I really like that. Like, I, I think Darren Waller's due. Kelsey's due for a big game, and I think Waller so, and Kelsey are very due. They're due. They really are. And I almost went really crazy bold, and I like Mike Gusecki to score the first one too, and just do a touchdown tight end parlay, but. 
I kept it reasonable for the fans out there. So $1 to win 336. Max, what are you doing if it's Tony Pollard getting the ball on the one yard line? <laughs> I'm, and like I'm, both of the others hit. What are you doing? Well, oh, I'd probably cry myself to sleep. I don't know. That'd be pretty bad. Oh, that would be a big feels bad. All right. So let's hear your other one, Max. Is this one bold as well? Uh, it's kind of bold. I, I like, I just like watching like the games and like rooting for touchdowns because touchdowns obviously are more fun. So this is an any, same game parlay, anytime touchdown parlay. And it's the Browns Bengals game. Um, and it's three touchdown scores. It's Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase all to score touchdowns. I, I think Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon are as close to locks as you can get. And then Jamar Chase has scored a touchdown in most games. And this is like, it's 10 to win 66. So I Chubb mean, is very due. Chubb, Chubb is a hundred percent due. Cream hunt's still out. And then Joe Mixon, whenever they get down the goal line, or he can like break a long one. And then Jamar Chase, like I said, he, he, he will torch the Brown secondary tomorrow. So it'll be really good for him. All right. I love both of those. Jace, let's hear your pick, your second player prop. My second player prop. Uh, did I say that right? Player, player prop. pop. <laughs> player pop, more like player it. pop. I yeah, like yeah. player pop. <laughs> but my second player prop is uh, we're going back to the running back room. I got Daryl Henderson over 16 and a half receiving yards. This is minus 114 on FanDuel. Um, Daryl Henderson has beat this prop in six out of seven weeks this season. Um, last week was the first time that he didn't, and they're blowing out Houston. So he pretty much wasn't needed in the passing game this season. He's averaged 10.4 yards per catch. So he just needs two catches here. Um, this season, Henderson has averaged three, uh, 3.4 targets and 2.3 receptions per game. So if you just take all of his averages and, you know, lay him down, he should just smash this. Um, but the Titans also get, have given up the 15th most receiving yards to opposing running backs. Um, they give about, give up about 40 a game. And um, he's hit this prop on just one catch twice this season. So um, as long as he catches two passes, he should get this one. And I think he's definitely going to catch two passes. At least. I actually really love that one, Jace. I might steal that and bet that this week. Oh, yeah, man. Spread the wealth. All right. And then for the last bet of the day, before we, we steamroll into our winner's parlay, I have Patrick Mahomes' longest pass. The line is set at 36 and a half. Now, I understand for most quarterbacks, that's a lot. I really feel like the Chiefs recorrect themselves. Patrick Mahomes has a little bit of pressure taken off with no Aaron Rodgers in the game. I can just see either a nuke to Tyreek Hill, a nuke to Mecole Hardman, Travis Kelsey over the middle. I see like Tyreek Hill underneath and he slips through and gets away. I can see like a little screen pass. There are just so many ways that this bet can hit in my head with that kind of offense that I, I just – cannot fathom it not hitting. So the over 36 and a half line is going to be minus 114 for Mahomes. I absolutely love it. And, you know, Green Bay's defenders are pretty good, but still that offense is just one play away from like a 90 yard touchdown. So. Yeah. I like this one too. I like, it looks intimidating when you first look at it. Cause usually when I've been looking at um, the different wide receivers on Kansas city and their longest reception it's usually like in the mid 20s so seeing it in like the mid 30s is definitely intimidating but like you said there's so much speed built into that team um so many different guys uh, you you know even have guys like byron prinkle running 
the 30 yard routes down the field. Like their, their dudes are always running down the field. Um, Demarcus Robinson's always down the field. So, so many options for this one to go over. And like you said, like all it takes is Tyreek to catch a five yard slant and yep. <laughs> start doing his thing. So yeah. Or I Travis like this Kelsey, one. like 30 yards over the middle or hell Mary. Like there's just so many ways that this could hit. I like that bet a lot, Peter, because like you can even do like a like a screen pass to the running back, and he can run for thirty-five yards. All right, so that is gonna wrap up our show. We're gonna get our uh, monarchs pick them. We're gonna do all thirteen games, rapid fire, really quick winners, and then give you the parlay. You put one dollar, it'll probably come out to anywhere between like three hundred and like four thousand dollars as your you know depending on which ones we take up upsets, favorites, whatever. So we're going to run that really quick and that'll be the episode. So you can start sitting on your couch and not moving for like, like 10 hours and watch football all day. That's what I like to do. All right. So first game Texans at the dolphins. Dolphins. I like the dolphins. I'll take the, well, I'll take the dolphins. It's two out of three majority here. Broncos at Cowboys. The boys, the boys, Vikings at Ravens. Ravens. Uh, Ravens, they're at home. Ravens off a bye. Yeah. John Harbaugh's great off a bye. Yeah. Patriots at Panthers. Patriots. Patriots. I said Patriots as well. Bills at Jaguars. The Bills. The Bills, yeah. (laughs) I was going to say. I had to think about it. You know, the Jaguars are so good these days. Huh. Browns at the Bengals. Bengals. Browns. Nope. I'm I'm on the Bengals train as well. I feel like the culture in uh, in Cleveland needs needs a week to correct itself. Possibly. Do I hear JFD in the background getting upset at my pick? No, JFD's getting hype at the Purdue game. Purdue's taking it to Michigan State right now. Jeez. Well, it was nice while it lasted, Michigan State. Uh, hey, they play Ohio State. You never know. So we have the Falcons at the Saints. Yuck. Falcons. Give me the Falcons. I was, was going to say, the Saints uh, are due for a letdown with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Trevor Simeon is not leading the way. Yeah, I worry big time about the, that one's tough just because the Saints, you can't run on them. They got a pretty solid defense. No Lattimore's, Lattimore's probably going to lock down Pitts. Yeah, that one, uh, I still like I'm the switching. Saints in that one. I'm switching. Give me the Saints. Saints it is. Raiders at the Giants. There's actually pretty good odds on the Raiders here. I, like I, I really think they win easy. Yeah, I like the Raiders. All right. Chargers at the Eagles. Even Chargers. better odds there. I'll take the Chargers mm-hmm. money line every day. Uh, wow, Packers. minus 124? Say yeah, what? Literally insane. Packers what? at the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs. Max? Chiefs, yeah. No Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, Jordan Love, not this week. Mm-hmm. Cardinals at the Niners. With all of our news, you know, obviously we can say one thing, and then, you know, if Murray doesn't play, we can say another. But if we had to pick right now today, who wins? The Niners. Yeah, the, probably the Niners. In San Francisco, I like that too. Mm-hmm. Tennessee at Los Angeles, the Rams. L.A. Yeah, the Rams. And then our Monday night, if we're alive to this point, I would love this. Bears at the Steelers. Steelers. Give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. Big time letdown game. Yeah, so, they're almost my spread pick, but ugh, 
I don't know. That's, that's $1 to win 263 and a half. We did take a lot of favorites, but there are a lot of games that are pretty favorite heavy this week. Yeah. So I feel like it's time to write the ship too. I feel like we had a lot of upsets last week and you know, we did. things need to fall back into order. All right. So that's going to do it for the show. Thanks everybody. And remember if you have a gambling problem or somebody you love has a gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER, you know, just meant as a recreational activity, something fun to keep the games interesting. But if you have a problem, feel free to reach out to that line. Uh, with that being said, anything else from you guys? Yeah, please don't bet a thousand dollars on those three scoring. <laughs> I mean, if it hits, then great. But please, please do not bet a thousand dollars. JFD here. I'm betting five thousand. Wow! Bang. Wait, we don't encourage this behavior. Gambler? I'm going to call that one real quick. <laughs> we don't encourage this behavior. We're trying to cover our butts. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Good luck in fantasy this Sunday. Good luck in life on Sunday, and enjoy sitting on the couch for about 10 hours and doing absolutely nothing else. Unless you're going to an apple orchard. This is probably one of the last weeks. Remember to take your loved ones there. They'll be upset if you don't. Or working at a Great Wolf Lodge. Or working at a Great Wolf Lodge. That's right. All right. Peace out, everybody. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Dynasty Monarchy Podcast. Fancy some fantasy advice? Tweet or DM at Dynasty Monarchy on Twitter. Until next time, farewell, my fellow kings and queens.